to the Field Brief Podcast, the very first one ever. Today we'll be covering Thursday Night Football, our college football bets and plays, uh, the NFL this weekend, and fantasy football starts and sits for Week 15. Let's get right into Thursday Night Football. So we got the Chargers taking on the Raiders in Las Vegas. Some new information about that game. The Raiders just fired the defensive coordinator after they got destroyed by the Colts. They're missing four of their defensive starters, including Jonathan Abram and Clellan Farrell. Um, what do you got to say about this game? Yeah, so I think the play in this game is the Raiders over 53.5. Um, should be a shootout. Uh, Los Angeles has allowed 27 points per game and Las Vegas has allowed 30 points per game. Um, Las Vegas is missing four of their defensive starters. Uh, I don't think that's going to help their th- 30 points per game. I, th- I still think we do expect Las Vegas to win the game. Um, the last line I saw was 3.5, which I do think they cover, but it's not our favorite pick. Yeah, I don't, I don't love it. Uh, I think the Chargers are still playing hard for Anthony Lynn. Um, I know. Yeah. I mean, I, he's getting fired. I mean, he's he's probably going to be gone, but I think the Chargers, uh, Herbert, is still going to be playing hard for him, and Las Vegas is trying to play for the playoffs still. Right, I mean, yeah, this still, is a must-win game. For they're them. still not. Um, with Las Vegas. Um, I do think they're still in the playoffs, so they're gonna they're gonna play well. But we we saw a prop for Herbert over one and a half touchdowns, which I do expect him to hit. But the line for it was minus two hundred, so yeah, it's, the the it's, props didn't look. It's not, nothing. No we saw one we maybe like, which was Waller over sixty two and a half receiving yards, which I mean, it's good. It's, very e- very easily could hit, but you just it's not our favorite bet. Yeah, he's he's not always the receiving guy. He's right. he's a, no, he's a big still, target. Still, well, he's, he's may, a big target for red Ru- zone. Rugs is out. He's on. He has COVID. So yeah, I mean, it, I think it could definitely hit. Uh, that's probably the best play, just considering the lines for everything else. Uh, they had, I mean, air raid, but they had Herber at two eighty for passing yards. I just think that's too much to try and play an over. I'm. I mean the lines right, aren't great right. either on it, and the, I mean I would really like the one and a half passing touchdowns, but the minus two hundred line is just, I mean that's not a playable. Right, they're not making any money on that. Right. I yeah I don't expect two eighty is a lot for passing yards. So, all right, want to go to the college football? Let's get into some college football. Okay. Uh, first game, uh, Conference USA, big conference, you know, uh, Marshall versus UAB. Uh, Marshall is 5-2 and two against the spread in their last seven games. Uh, Marshall has gone over in four of their last five games. Uh, Marshall's just been putting up, you know, 30-plus points every game. Uh, their defense has been playing stout. I mean, Around like what, 10, 10 points a game? Yeah, Very I little. mean, what, these are probably definitely the two easiest best yeah i mean this these are the two best teams in the conference marshall's not really playing much competition uh i don't see uab as much competition both of the teams are just playing for a bowl game at this point right yeah um so i i think marshall uh is an easy easy win um i like the over 
um, in this game as well. Marshall has been really just putting up 50 points per game. I mean, expect them to run, I, run the score up. I, I expect that too. And I think uh, the spread could cover as well. It's not a game I'm going to bet on just because it's Conference USA. Right. I think there's I think there's just better plays out there than this game. Stay away. I mean, if Marshall is 5-2 and two against the spread, so just note that, but... We're probably going to stay away from it just because it's a smaller game and there's much bigger bigger games and better plays out there this weekend. Mm-hmm. I agree. Let's go to the MAC conference now. We got Buffalo taking on Ball State. Buffalo, in their last eight games, they're 7-1 and one against the spread. The total has gone over in nine of Buffalo's last, uh, in their last 11 games. Um we got the total has gone over in seven of uh, Ball State's last ten games, and the total has gone over in seven of, of Buffalo's last games against Ball State. So, the play for this game is looking like taking the over. Mm-hmm. Do you anything to say about that? Yeah, no, I the over I think is an easy bet. Um, I'll probably play the over in this game. I don't mind watching Buffalo and Ball State. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch that game. Uh, you know, the Ball State Cardinals, I think they are. They got that little bird as their logo. <laughs> uh, uh. It, it's Buffalo, I mean, there's a high-powered offense, both passing and right. running. That, I, the I one mean, running back of, what, eight touchdowns in one game? Yeah, I mean, 500 yards rushing and eight touchdowns. I mean, uh, pretty much, I mean, this happens in all the, the small conferences. It's not like, like a typical, like, college football. Like, right. yeah, I expect Alabama to put up a lot of points, but it's mm-hmm. not like they have one one guy scoring getting 500 yards and eight touchdowns yeah no i mean it's when you look at this it's hard to say uh both teams are obviously the best in this conference probably the only two that can compete against each other right um but i i just like the over in this uh the spread was maybe a little much to me i like ball state to cover the 13 and a half 13 and a half for buffalo is what it's at right now um for buffalo i like ball state to cover that i think buffalo wins and i think it's over um so i think over is the play but okay uh now we move on to uh the sun belt uh coastal carolina this weekend versus uh ul lafayette um i like coastal to win uh, I've been a fan of Coastal now for a couple days. <laughs> I've been watching a couple of their games. Uh, Entertaining. They are. I like the Sun Belt Conference as a whole. Uh, they just play. I mean, <laughs> they just play. They literally. I, the there's... one guy literally fought uh, BYU's quarterback. Yeah. No. They just play. There's there's no penalties. Uh, Coastal Carolina seven uh, one and one in their last nine games against the spread. Um, they've been playing really good this year against the spread. Uh, the earlier game this year of these two, Coastal won uh, thirty to twenty-seven. Yep. Yeah, so I mean it was a close game. Um, Honestly, I, could go either way. In it, my opinion. it could. I think uh, Coastal Carolina's bad game last week helps the line. Um, I think they bounce back. They they didn't play good last week. I think the line uh, moved because of that. I yeah. think Coastal would have been like minus seven maybe in this game, and they beat BYU. And they five yeah, seven right. So. If they if they had blown out, uh, now I do what? I do think Louisiana is a good team. They did beat Iowa State in the first game, and they're mm-hmm. ranked, so they're obviously still a quality team. Mm-hmm. But I do think Coastal is better, and I think they will cover the spread. Yeah, I, I think they cover the spread. Um, if you don't like the spread, I think the over hits in this game as well. Um, I like the spread honestly better, but I think this game is an over. Um, not much defense to be played, I don't think, against these two teams this time around. Right, right. 
Um, let's go to the Big Ten now. Big one. A little controversial. Ohio State versus Northwestern. Ohio State only has five games played, and they're ranked number fourth right now. It's a little questionable because their resume is not as strong as other teams. Iowa State. Um, in my opinion, I don't think you should make the playoff if you haven't played that many games, but I'm not a part of the CFP, so that's not up to me. But nonetheless, they're taking on Northwestern this weekend in Indianapolis for the Big Ten Championship. We got um, the spread right now is Ohio State minus 21, which I think it hits. It's a big spread. I think it, it is hits. a massive spread, but I do think it hits. Um, listen, they got many first-round draft picks on that team. They got Fields. They got they're just they're loaded with talent. And Northwestern, their best win this year was against Iowa. A one point victory against Iowa. Right. Um Yeah, I think their defense looks uh stat wise better than it really is, uh mainly because the teams they play against, I think the their offense is probably yeah. average it's... about nineteen points. And so I mean their defense averaging nineteen points per game isn't almost the defense it's more the offenses they're right. playing against i, I and... just i think the big 10 is really weak this year besides ohio like obviously ohio state's a good team we're not denying that but... i think i think it's safe to say that justin fields is going to put up more than 19 points I agree. against northwestern and i don't think northwestern is regardless of the rank i think they're what 12 14 somewhere in that range mm-hmm. i think they're 14 right now yeah. i just the big 10 is super weak i mean I nothing against Iowa. They're ranked 16th in the country, and I just don't think they're that good of a team. That Petrus is not a good thrower, and they're somehow ranked 16. Just they just shows you how weak the Big Ten is this year. I think there's only one good team, and that's Ohio State. So I do think Ohio State wins this game pretty handily, but 21 points is a lot to cover because you have to factor in garbage time. Yeah. Um... I mean, stat-wise, the total's gone over in six of Ohio State's last seven games. Um, I think the last time they played was 28... It was two years ago, yeah. 2018. Ohio State just... Uh, Ohio State won, like, 52-3. to um, Obviously, that's two years ago. They're different teams now. Um, I think Ohio State is probably about the same as they were in 2018, strength-wise. I mean, that offense is just moving. That defense is strong. And I just see a lot of similarities in the game, and so I expect a similar outcome. Right. Um, the over has hit six in the last seven games. I'm not positive. I don't remember what the over is in this game, but I don't. I'll check right now. I don't know if I like it, mainly because I just see this being so one-sided. I think they had it at I like. Think right. I think it's a so, big. So it's fifty-seven. The over over under fifty-seven. It could hit. But, I, I mean, it could hit with just Ohio State alone almost, I feel like. Um, so, I'm going to say the under. The stats say over in six of last seven games. Um, I think it's just a little right. much if it was a little lower. But look at, like, the last game they played was 52-3. to The over set at 57 for this game. It doesn't hit. Ohio State still put up 52 points and it didn't hit just because we expect to see him to be one heavily one-sided. Yeah, I mean, Northwestern's offense isn't any better than their defense so right. I, just, I just i don't think it's, northwestern's it's, good and i mean it's not disrespectful to say that that side of the big 10 is just bad i mean right. it's, it's just bad there's i mean it's just a run heavy boring big 10 i mean did we watch games. iowa wisconsin last week i i 
wanted to fall asleep at halftime. Yeah, and and Wisconsin gave up. And after, I mean, it was just a after, bad game. And the points that game probably should have ended at like ten to seven or something. Right, maybe then, it yeah. was just some blown Smith coverages Marset, and stuff. Ohio State yeah, isn't right. gonna blow coverages like that. Right, so right. All right, next game going to Dallas, the Big Twelve. Let's go. Iowa State versus Oklahoma. Uh, other than Clemson, Notre Dame, obviously, I think this is the next biggest game. I agree. Um, well, not really for Oklahoma as much, but for Iowa State and just for playoff uh, contention implications, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I unless Ohio State somehow manages to lose this, which we do not expect to happen at all, then some chaos will happen, and Iowa State could potentially get in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Clemson game, too. Uh, Clemson right. loses. And it'll be interesting to see. I don't know if the committee, if Notre Dame beats Clemson, will not leave Clemson in the top four. I think that I think they will just because of bias. Just I, take Trevor Lawrence. I mean... It's, be... it's Clemson. Like they... Yeah, and I think oh, it's Ohio State would only not make it because if they lose to Northwestern, a bad loss, and they've only played, you know, right. six games or whatever. Uh, Clemson, I think they can lose and still be in just because they're playing Notre Dame. I mean, it's a this is a playoff game for a championship. But in the Big 12, uh, the over is hit in eight of the last ten games of Iowa State and Oklahoma playing each other. No. Uh, can I? Uh, no. These are two of the best defenses in the Big 12. We know the Big 12 is known for just offense, offense, offense. There's no defense in the Big 12. Well, that's not technically true with this game because both Iowa State and Oklahoma – both have good solid defenses for the Big Twelve. Now, the first game Iowa State played when they beat Oklahoma this year at Jack Trice, it was thirty-seven to thirty. So the over did hit. Um, I expect it to still be a decent amount of scoring. I just don't. What do you, do you know? What the line is for the what's the over? I'm I'm trying to look. It's not pulling up what I want it to here, but Let's see if I can find it. Um. So okay, so the over under is fifty eight even right now. So, which isn't bad. I mean, it's fair. Um, I mean, even though these are the two better defenses in the Big Twelve, right. it's still a Big Twelve defense. Uh, throughout the years, um, it has hit, and it's been a pretty similar line throughout the years. I mean, about fifty eight. About fifty eight in the fifty five, fifty eight. Um, High fifties. Yeah, I, I think it'll go there. You I think, do. You, you do think I do. Oh. Big 12 championship game. Not a lock at all. Not a lock. So not a lock, but I I think very it's very possible. I think it's one that it doesn't hit or it hits at like halftime. Like I think it's going right. to be one of I those agree. games. I agree. I agree. Uh I think it's either going to be a high powered um or or not. And I could my fear is Rattler has been playing better. Not a not a Rattler fan, to be honest, <laughs> but uh, he's been playing better. He his completion percentage is about at seventy percent now. He's been playing uh, way better since the Iowa State game. To Purdy's fifty five percent. But right now. Purdy has been playing a lot better. Iowa State has been blowing mm-hmm. teams out like they should. They blew right, out West yeah, Virginia. Yeah. They blew out K State, and they played well against Texas. Mm-hmm. And I and I like the matchup. I don't think. Oklahoma has a good running defense, so I hope that... Uh, I think Brees Hall will have a good game. Yeah, I think I Brees honestly... Hall should have a good game. I hope our co- the Iowa State coaching staff uh, takes a look at this and, and stays with the run. Right, I, mean, I think Brees Hall is a stud, so... Yeah, I agree. Um, 
Yeah, so I think the over is the play in this game. I don't think it's a lock by any means. If um, you do want to play it, play the over because it's the Big 12. Not our favorite bet, yeah, but it's I, just something. Not, if I like it as like a half unit bet. Um, I don't love it. It's not a lock, but I think it's the play in the game. Right. If um, you do want to play every championship game because it's championship Saturday. Right, yeah. I mean, you don't have to play it at all by any means, but right. it's a it's a cautious over. Yep. Big game this weekend. This is the big one. Clemson-Notre Dame. Now, they did play earlier this season, but Clemson did not have the best player in the draft class, Trevor Lawrence. The score of the first game was 47-40, to 40, so it went to double overtime. So, um... Expect scoring. Um, the total has gone over in Clemson's last six games, in five of the last six. Um, Clemson is seven and zero against the spread in their last seven games played in December. So they play well at the end of the season once they start getting chemistry. Notre Dame is uh, ten and five against the spread in the last fifteen. So every game Ian Book has played in, minus a few with injuries, and so. I think what we're thinking for this game is Clemson's going to win. We do think Clemson's going to win because they have Lawrence at mm. the 9. They're, they're loaded. But we think Notre Dame will cover the 10.5. Yeah, I, I look think, for Notre Dame to kind of come out of the gates. Uh, Notre Dame's a good team. I mean, they're number 2 in the country, and they're 10.5. Yeah, I think Clemson wins, but Notre Dame has, I think gotten better starts to game than Clemson, Clemson right, has. Right. Uh, Clemson, I think they could come out a little slow in this game. Notre Dame might get up early. Um, I like Ian Book. Uh, where's this game being played at? Let's look that. Up north. I, I'm Is not it Atlanta? Positive. It might be Atlanta. Is it? It's Charlotte. Charlotte. Okay. Okay. So, so they'll I mean, be outside. It'll be, a, it'll be a home crowd for Clemson, or closer. Close, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Notre Dame... Is there really that much of a home field advantage right now? Right. I mean, I, what, they're going to no. allow... I'm sure it'll be about even. I'm sure even. they'll allow fans. Yeah, it should be about even, I would assume. That's true, because yeah. for the Iowa State game, mm-hmm. they were going to do half and half. Yeah. So, I like Notre Dame with the spread in this game. Uh, money line, obviously, Clemson. I think they're going to win this game. I think they'll wear Notre Dame out and end up winning this game. Uh, what is the over? It's gone. Clemson's gone over in five of their last six. Um, obviously a high scoring affair, but I think they had it set at like seventy or something. Was that the? It was a really high sixty. Sixty. I mean, I don't like it. I like thunder. Uh, I like thunder. I do think the defenses will be. Take this with the Iowa State game as well. You watch film on your first game, see what you can do, see how you can play better. Allow less points. That's just how it works. And yeah. once you play someone again, you realize, oh, okay, this is what we got exposed on in the first game. So we let's improve this in the second game. Let's limit this and exploit this. So yeah, the the over is the big play in this game. I think like ninety eight percent of people so, are playing the over, but I I'm with the two percent that likes the under mainly because you look at that last score. That was a double overtime. Right, maybe it, the best it game was of the year. forty to forty seven. I mean, yeah, I think that this this time around, it's going to be uh, still higher scoring. It's not going to be boring, but, you know, I think a touchdown or two in the quarters, uh, it's not going to be a 40-47 to 47 fair. No. Um, I, I could see it. So it's 60, so 
I think it's more going to be it like 28-21, barely... a game like that. Um, I, I, think... don't, I don't know if I agree with you on that, to be honest. I don't. I could see it being like 35-31, something very similar to that. Okay. I, I think kickers could play a part in this game. I mean, I, I think these defenses step it up. Uh, Clemson's defense is, is, is good, and I feel like they the main reason they cover these spreads at the end of the year is their defense starts playing better. Um, right, right. We said Clemson 7-0 and against the spread in the last seven games played in summer, so they obviously mm-hmm. pick it up. I mean, obviously they're not trying to cover bets, but they do play better in December. Yeah, they come out with a little vengeance, uh, allowing 47 against Notre Dame. Um, they want to make They it. figure they that was so early in the year. I think team, they've got a lot more film on how to uh, right how to play against Book. So right. I do like the under. Um, I like Notre Dame to cover the ten and a half. Um, I think our I favorite. Just, I think our favorite bet for this game is Notre Dame to cover ten and a half. I think so too. Yeah, I like that. I like that better than the over under. Um, right. I like that 10 and I will probably stay away from the over-under in this game, but if I do bet this game, it'll be Notre Dame to cover 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Uh, now, Let's move we on. head down south to the SEC. Uh, Alabama versus Florida. Uh, Florida coming off a, very, a good game, you know, against it LSU. It was a good game, but yeah. they did end up losing. Yeah. Uh, to, uh, not, mediocre. Not mediocre a good LSU. Team. Not a good yeah. team. Go Tigers! But uh, Alabama is eight and two against the spread versus Florida in their last ten games. Let's be honest. They, I mean, it's Alabama. They're seven. They're they're good. They're really good this year. Yeah, they're seven and zero against the spread in their last seven games, and that is with the book giving them you know pretty ridiculous spreads. It's, I mean, they. I do. think I saw a first half spread for last week. It was Alabama minus twenty versus Arkansas. That's just the first half. Yeah, I mean they—that's pretty impressive. Seven they, and zero against—I mean, not, everyone expects them to win, but that those spreads are just huge. So the lowest amount of points scored Alabama scored this year is thirty-eight, and that was the first game of the season. So COVID, little rust, they still put up thirty-eight points. Yeah. Uh, now I don't think this is—I mean, might be surprising. Even though they're putting up all these points, the total has gone under in four of their last six. Um. That's mainly because they're winning forty-one to three or something. Right, like uh, last week they beat Arkansas fifty-two to three. Yeah. So. Um, I don't. So what against? They've had stronger games against Georgia, A uh, and M. I'm not sure exactly. The line for the over under um, was pretty high. It's like seventy-four, which I just think is ungodly. Right. I mean, it's, that's a lot of it's points. It's a lot of points to score. Um, I, I see where they're getting it from. Right. Two high-powered offenses, but I don't see that hitting. I don't see... I think it's going to be a very high-scoring game, but I think that's just too much. I think it's too much. I, I don't think Alabama's going to be putting up like 50 like they have in some of their other games. I think they're still going to be I can see it being up, like 30, 35 to 20. Yeah, yeah, I see something like that. I mean, I just don't see 74. I think that's way too high. It is um, way too high. I like the under in this game. I I do. Um I don't I don't like the spread. I know they're seven and zero in the last seven, but this is probably the best team uh they've played. Right. Coming off of a bad game. They played Texas AM earlier this year, but I think Florida will definitely after last week for sure, they're definitely gonna they're gonna pick it up. Yeah. They're still gonna they have a Heisman candidate. They have Kyle Trask. They're gonna play well. 
So, um, I expect I expect points to be scored. I don't expect seventy eight points to be scored. Yep. Yep. I think Florida has a rebound game against Alabama. Rebound game is still going to be a loss for them. Uh, it's just Alabama. I yeah. The, so the line is minus seventeen Alabama. I they could easily. Uh, I don't like the play. I, I just don't, don't like. I'd, a, I'd stay away from. I yeah. don't. Yeah, stay away from the high cover. Two garbage time. Two is, top ten teams with a minus seventeen and a half spread is just a lot. I right. think. Right. Um. I think it's fair, but a lot for me. So right. I I like the under. I think that's a huge number. I think that line's gonna end up moving, um, a little bit. I think it might move down to like seventy three, seventy two. Um. I still like the under in it. Uh, so the final championship game we're going to cover, the Pac-12 game. This is, my favorite, uh, this is my favorite play of the weekend. We got USC minus three against Oregon, and we like USC to cover the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, USC hasn't been particularly good against the spread this year. Uh, three and two, still winning against the spread. Right. Um, Oregon hasn't played in, what, two weeks? Two weeks. And, they just got thrown into this and game. And they're filling. Yeah. They're not even supposed to be here. USC, I think... Uh, I think they're a good team. I think they're a good team. I mean, it's USC. Who knows with them ever? You're right. right. <laughs> I mean, right. but uh, minus three against a fill-in team uh, who thought I, their season was pretty much over. And USC ranked 13, so, I mean, they're a good yeah. team. USC's defense is, is good. Um, Oregon has a pretty good offense. They've they've had a couple bad losses. Um, I remember the Oregon State game, right. that rivalry game. They should have came out and just pushed them around and... Uh, they ended up kind of just getting worn down by the end of the game. I, I think similar here. Uh, I don't see a high-scoring game. I don't. I don't think. I think USC's defense is good enough to hold Oregon. Uh, Oregon's defense isn't great. I don't love USC's offense. I mean, they can put up points, but nothing crazy. Not like Alabama. Right. Um, so you, I think. I think. Yeah. Obviously, the best play of the weekend on Saturday for college football is going to be USC to cover minus three. USC is definitely the best team in the Pac-12, and what we we see is Oregon's a fill-in team for Washington. They're not even supposed to be there, and USC is undoubtedly the best team in the Pac-12, so we expect them to cover a field goal. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Field Brief Podcast. Um... We are going to cover our NFL bets and um, our favorite fantasy starts and sit for this weekend. So the first half of this podcast where we covered Thursday Night Football and College Football Saturday, um, it's, all on, it's all on audio, which will be uploaded to Spotify and hopefully other platforms, but the uh, video is not working for that. So um, next week, we'll have that figured out. The whole thing will be together on video on YouTube, but... Yeah, um, we, we can put a link to the Spotify podcast with all that stuff. Uh, we'll put it in the description for you guys. Um, so that'll have everything in it if you're looking for some college football plays and right. the Thursday night plays. Right. So next week, everything will be back to normal. Not sure what happened with the first half, but... Um, so this video where you're seeing us, uh, we'll, have, we'll cover NFL and our favorite fantasy football starts and sits. So let's just jump right into it. Um, my favorite uh, play of the week, or not my favorite, but one of my one of my plays that I like for the NFL this week is uh, Dolphins minus two um, against the Patriots. It's New England at Miami. We got Miami to cover two uh, minus one ten. Um, you want to talk yeah, a little so, bit about that? Yeah, uh, so that line has changed. 
um, on some platforms. I don't know what you're using. Uh, we use, right? Bo- we use Bovada. Yeah, we use Bovada. Mm, not my favorite, but that's what right. I'm using. Yep. Uh, one and a half is what it moved to. Um, that also moved the odds to minus 115. Um, at minus two, uh, when we placed the bet, it was minus 110. Um, obviously, I like it one and a half since I like okay. it two. Um, if you just want to bet it one and a half and you know get that 115 instead of the 110 or you i mean you can give away a point um a half point right now and get it back to minus two for that 110 or if your um betting site still has it minus two you if you don't like minus two which i'm not sure why you would but you can buy the half point if yeah it allows. i mean um, we like both yeah and i think the main reason this line is so good for us as the betters for betting on miami uh, Bill Belichick's twenty-five and five against rookie quarterbacks. I mean, that's a well-known fact. Everyone knows that he he just destroys rookie quarterbacks. Right. Uh, we saw that with Herbert and the Chargers. He uses um, different blitz schemes, throws yeah. different stunts at rookie quarterbacks mm-hmm. that can't recognize it pre-snap, and then yeah, even with this Patriots defense that is average this year, it's not bad. It's average. Um, the rookie quarterbacks still struggle just with the schemes of that defense. Right. right. Um, I think the books. Uh, gave us this line because of that Chargers game with the rookie quarterback with the rookie quarterback where it was just a beatdown. Um Miami's a completely different team. And this is what we expect from this game. We expect Tua to just do his job, don't turn the ball over, be a game manager, and the Dolphins, they don't rely on Tua. They rely on their defense. So, we we just expect the Dolphins to win just outright and to cover the minus 2 cuz the Patriots, they their offense. If you watched their last Thursday night football last week against the Rams, it was flat out embarrassing. It was they, ugly. They could not do anything on offense. I'm not sure if it's the play calling, if it's Newton and McDaniel's not agreeing on. Yeah. What's going on? But they're mm-hmm. just like I remember in the game. It was they're in. The red zone, and they were probably at what the seven, and they called, they went for it on fourth and goal, and still didn't get it. And, yeah, they I mean, ran the same. It's play so was... obvious. It's Newton's design. It's a design draw, and yeah, they, they every run team, the same every, play. you know, the defense knows what's coming, and the offense knows what's like. They know what they're doing, and it's just it's too obvious. So just mm-hmm. the Patriots are not good this year, and I think yeah, I expect yeah. Miami to cover. Yeah, Miami's eight and one against the spread. Uh, can't lie with those numbers. Five and two at home against the Patriots in the last seven games. Patriots struggle in Miami um, every year. It's always even when Miami, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick is their quarterback. Right, right. They still struggle. So it's like the Colts going down to Jacksonville playing. We just can't. Last seven years we have not won in Jacksonville in the last seven years. Yeah, must be that Florida weather. Or yeah, something. it's, it's something. Uh, the injury report for the Patriots is also super long. Yeah. I mean, they're just beat down not playing good they look demoralized i mean that rams game was their one chance and it was we don't expect Patriots to make the playoffs so no no so Uh, um uh, you want to talk about the bills game and then we'll yeah so um my lock this week is the bills versus the broncos in denver um you know mainly if you don't even want to look at numbers just josh allen and Diggs. i mean that combination is just deadly very good um Drew Locke in that offense is averaging 19 points he per played, game. He played well last week against the Panthers. The Panthers are, he had four touchdowns, about 270 passing yards, but mm-hmm. the Panthers are not good. Yeah, what the Denver was a team that, you know, they could stay in the game with that defense. Uh, that defense isn't doing as good anymore. They're averaging, allowing 27 points per game in their last three games. 
um, where the Bills are doing the opposite. That defense started out the year not super strong. In the last three games, they've been allowing uh, 19 points per game, while that offense has been moving and uh, averaging 30 points per game. So it's it's a it's just opposites. The Bills are getting better. Um, I think the Broncos are getting worse, and I think uh, the Bills just needing a touchdown to win this game with that spread. I think that's a easy cover, and that's why I see that as my lock this week. I agree. Um, my lock this week is uh, Kansas City versus New Orleans. I got the Chiefs minus three at minus one twenty. Um, look, the Saints with Taysom Miller are not the same team. I know Drew Brees is not himself, and I' pretty sure Drew Brees is not playing this week. I would still take the three if Drew Brees was playing this week, or if it's Taysom Hill. Um, look, the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs. They're a very good team, very high-scoring offense, and I think the worst you can do with this bet is potentially push, but I don't see that happening at all. I think the Dolphins may be a better team than the Saints with their defense, Just and the Chiefs still put up 33 on them and beat them by six. Yeah, I don't—I'm betting this game again. Um, I hate betting the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh I mean, they're not terrible against the spread. I think they're like six and four, and it's like yeah, six in their last yeah. ten. Um, that's mainly because they just get some crummy lines. This isn't a crummy line. Um, I think this is actually one of the best one, if not the best one they've gotten all year. Um, it's not my lock this week. I mean, it's it's right up there. I, I love could, it. If, if I could call right. it a lock, I could. I would. I like the Bills a little bit better, uh, but. Yeah, the Saints lost to the Eagles. Um, that was partly because it was Jalen Hurts' they didn't first have, game. They didn't have film on Hurts, but they didn't have still, film on Hurts I, I don't think they expected him to run as much as he did. But that the offense just looked bad for the Saints. Um, the defense is still I don't, I don't good for why. the Saints. I, I, I mean, that defense is still good. It's just that offense. And Kansas City's defense as a whole is better this year, and it, is, it just improved. keeps getting better and better as the year goes on. Um, and yeah, I mean, if Patrick Mahomes minus three, I, I you have to take that. Right. I think pretty much. I think that's no matter one of who their lines you're gonna see with yeah. Mahomes. Yeah, with with a backup quarterback too. Minus three right. with a backup quarterback. Right. I mean, you just have to take that. So yeah, I think that's a good play. Um, I think that's all our NFL bets on Sunday. Right. If you have any NFL bets, comment. We'll reply. Yeah, if you guys are want any questions just comment we can answer you know go on the twitter and comment uh, uh at at field field underscore brief yeah um, and as as some player props come out we might tweet out some more stuff uh this is just obviously we're giving out these early in the week um and so not everything is out yet but i think there could be a couple more uh prop plays possibly um maybe some over under but Right now, these are looking like the best plays. Right, right. So if you have any comments, go to our Twitter, field underscore brief. Um, comment below. If you have any questions, go to our YouTube, field brief. It'll come up. Comment below. Um, and we'll answer pretty quickly because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, nothing else. Yeah, we've got notifications on. Yep. We've got everything ready to go. So, so um, Let's get into some fantasy football. So... For Thursday night game, start both the quarterbacks if you got them. Don't even think about sitting them. Start Derek Carr. Chargers defense is not good. Herbert versus Raiders. The Raiders are missing four starters on defense. Expect Herbert to throw a lot. Expect it to be an air raid. Um, if you have both, who are you playing? I'm going Derek. I'm going Herbert. <laughs> I'm going Herbert. 
I agree. the The Raiders' defense is it's, just they're missing four starters. I mean, we went through it all in the podcast. If you go listen to the podcast, I mean, we we broke down that Raiders defense. Yeah, the Thursday night in the yeah through it, the audio. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. So I agree. I, Herbert's a start. Derek Carr's a start too. I just think Herbert will be even better. So. Right. Yeah, I think they're both automatic starts if you got them in the semifinals or finals. Um, yeah. Uh, another start I like this week is Tom Brady at Atlanta. And we know Atlanta's secondary and their defense is just terrible. And on the other side of that game, a sit I like this week is uh, Matt Ryan versus the Buccaneers. So start Tom, sit Matt. Um, don't expect much if you play Ryan because Tampa Bay is a very solid defense and they just they'll get to him and he'll panic. I mean, he last week he had about what, fifteen points against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the Chargers defense is not anything special either at this point. Yeah, I mean, Matt Ryan threw that game away against right. the Chargers. Yeah, he threw a pick. I mean, yeah. I think they're ready to move on from him and just... just Falcons have not been good ever since 28-3. Um, as for running backs, get Jonathan... If he's not in your lineup already, get Jonathan Taylor in. I don't know why you would not be sitting him at this point. But if you hung on to him... Good for you. He is a stud. He's getting a higher usage rate um, than Naheem Hines and Jordan Wilkins. I think the Col- I'm a Colts fan, so I expect uh, we've been working Wilkins out of the offense and getting Jonathan Taylor more carries because clearly he's the better runner. Um, so get him in your lineup if he's not already. He is a league winner. Um, another start if you were ma- if you were able to if you stashed him or if you were able to pick him up, I was able to pick him up in my eight man. Start Cam Akers versus the New York Jets. Get him in. Yeah, I dropped him. He he's he's clearly he's the best running back out of Henderson, Brown. Um, no, he clearly was. Yeah, and, I, I'm not and sure. The Rams. They're doing running back by yeah, committee his, the whole his, reason. Yeah, his usage season. percentage before it last was, week was like 23. It wasn't. Yeah, and then, I mean, I picked him up knowing he was going to be good, and they they used him 23 percent, and then they throw him in against the Patriots and use him 85, and you know, right. he looked he, he just like looked, he should. He so. looked, yeah, looked like he was in high school with a highly yeah yeah crew. Um, I for me so. My big fantasy question for this week is who should I flex in my A-man? This is for me. Um, is there Cooper Cup or Cam Akers? So both on the Rams offense. I believe I'm going to roll with Cam Akers just because I expect the Rams to get up early and then they're just going to be running the ball. So I expect uh, Akers to get a lot of carries, a lot of, a lot of yards. Hopefully he finds the end zone and then accumulates a lot of points. Uh Another running back start I like this week is uh, J.K. Dobbins versus the Jaguars. Um, expect this to be a blowout. Expect it to be. I mean, did we see what... I, I know J.K. Dobbins is not Derrick Henry, <laughs> but did we see what Derrick Henry did to the Jaguars last week? Their run defense is just abysmal. It's not good. Um, yeah, no, if any team watches film, you know... Just start, those guys start your running backs I mean, against the Jaguars. Just do it. That's an... No matter who it is, you know, it can be right anyone right. you're going to want to start. You could start a backup against the Jags. And right, get, I mean, or something. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's just they're bad. They're not good. That um, defense is rough. So uh, a running back I don't like this week is Melvin Gordon. Uh, take it on the Bills. As we said earlier in, the call, or in our bets, the Bills defense has improved. It's gotten way better over the last three weeks. 
and I think they're going to force Drew Locke to throw because the Bills are going to be up early. So the only way Melvin gets points is through passing and screens. But I, I, they got the rotation. I don't know. I just don't like him this week. Yeah, I think there's a lot better plays this week than Melvin Gordon. Right. Yeah. Um, a question uh, most people have been having lately. Should you trust Aaron Jones? I have him in my man, and I am trusting him. I'm starting him. He's got me this far. I know he's been struggling, but I, I am going with him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you should trust him. Right. But, it's, uh, just, it's an automatic His usage play. is higher than Williams, but still. like Clearly, if you watch the Packers, he's the better runner. He, He's just better, and they're not... They're not using. They're not the using as much as they should. I don't know what they're trying to do. They're trying yeah. to save his legs for the playoffs, but he is clearly the better player. I mean, he's an automatic start. I don't know if you he's can trust him. Still, like the it, number five but, running back. Yeah. Uh, in unless you're in like an eight man and you have like, I mean, you I don't could, even know. You could, I'm in an eight man. And I mean, it. If you have three good wide, I mean, I think that unless you have someone. Like you picked up Cam Akers or something that you can play in a flex or something instead of. I would. I mean, that's you, tough right there. I mean, I don't know. He just. He's hard to try. I know what you mean because he's I an automatic him. play in a ten or twelve man. Yes, and start in, Aaron Jones. And an eight, 10, 12, if you're, sure. I mean, you know, an eight, it's questionable. Depending. I'm still starting him on my eight. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I, it's not a bad start. I think you have to start him. I think you just do. I mean, he has the chance to go off for forty. Right, it's right. just someone you have to play. But I mean, if you're if you got a feeling and you have someone that you could put in at a flex and you can play Acres or someone at running back, I mean, that can start that's, Acres. That's He's got that's possible matchup. in an eight man. So it's just it's your matchups. Uh, I'm assuming Aaron Jones is one of the better players on your team for everyone. So right. I think he's an automatic start. Yeah. Um. Get your receivers now. I like uh, Brandon Ayuk this week. Um, Debo Samuel, he got injured very early last week. Expect Ayuk's usage to increase. Expect him to get more receptions, more yards. Um, I like him against the Cowboys. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, get him in. He's playing the Texans. You know what he does against Houston. Get him in your lineup if you have him. If he's still on the waiver, I doubt he is at this point because he's been doing very solid these last few weeks. But get him in your lineup. Stardom. He's been playing really well these last few weeks. I like Marvin Jones this week. Um, Detroit is taking on Tennessee, and Tennessee, their defense is okay. Expect Tennessee to get up early, and then expect the, the Lions to play catch-up like they always do. And another receiver I like is uh, Kiki Kuti. Um, we know the Texans are slandered with injuries, and Deshaun Watson's got nobody, but he's got Kiki Kuti. So... Um, I expect the Colts to win the game, but I expect Watson to still throw the ball. Um, he's got to find someone. He's got to throw it to someone. He's got to throw. I, the Texans are bad. Let's be honest. Like last, we bet the Texans minus one last week. As sad as that was, and as you should, right? I mean, as you. Should. I mean, I don't know. That was tough. That was the lock. Like I didn't oh, even. Yeah. I didn't even think I needed to pay attention to the game and it was just a blowout Mitch and basically played super well which is very surprising yeah and and like which i know the bears have the chance to right their do defense that. is solid but i always feel like the texans have the chance to do that too with right. watson yeah and so i just find it a hard bet now especially after that game but uh it's an air raid i right. mean deshaun watson they're gonna keep they're he's not, the best they don't have a running back easily yet. 
you put the you put the ball. In They're the gonna have to throw it. That or he's gonna scramble. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think definitely Texans wide receivers. If you had Deshaun Watson, still start him. I know he's playing the Colts, which have a good defense, but to start him. Yeah. yeah. Um. Another thing, keep your Vikings receivers in your lineup this week against the Bears. I know they had a bad week against the Buccaneers last week, but keep them in. You rolled with them this far with Dillon and Jefferson, but keep them in. I feeling and I, I gotta keep him in. I think he's, he's he's good. The Bucks have an underrated secondary. Right, it can go off for games. Winfield, I mean, it's really good yeah. when they when they wanna when they wanna play and they wanted to play, right. they can play. And I mean, if, that defense, is it good. just it all comes down to Kirk. If you blitz Kirk and he'll panic, like last week I was watching the game and the Buccaneers were blitzing every every down and they were getting yeah. to him and he was panicking and he just collapsed in the pocket. Yeah, I don't think the Bears have that no. same ability no. um, to pressure him like that. No, I think he'll have a better week. I think, yeah, um, and start just start your start the start Jefferson and Theon if you if you have them. Don't mm-hmm. don't question sitting them. Just start them. Um, a sit, pretty easy sit this week. Your Cincinnati receivers versus Pittsburgh. Uh, not a good match, but all backup quarterback against a very solid defense. They're, they're mad. They lost last week to the Bills. They've been getting a lot of overrated chance, and I think this week Pittsburgh just absolutely just, they don't let, it's going to be very low scoring for Cincinnati. Don't expect much if you have to start. Yeah. It's always a good game, though. I mean, that yeah. Cincinnati-Pittsburgh game should be a fun game to watch, honestly. If Burrow was still in, maybe. Like, I would probably still start Boyd Higgins, but... It's yeah, Brandon no, Allen, it's, so I mean the wide the fantasy football look at this game is just not good right. for Cincinnati in any way. Right. Um, as a game without fantasy football in mind, I think it's a it's a fun game. Right. So but yeah, fantasy implications very low for Cincinnati. Yeah, don't expect much from Cincinnati. Um for tight ends, I like Logan Thomas this week. Uh very he's may still be on your waiver wire. Uh watch the football's tight end. Um very solid. I like him this week. Um, I believe the 49ers are taking on who they um, the Cowboys. Yes, very number thirty-two defense in passing. They're not good. Expect Thomas to get more targets, more receptions. Um, they've been going to him more lately ever since Thanksgiving. So I'd get him in your lineup if you haven't. If you're able to pick him up on the waiver wire, and George Kittle, he's back this week. Be cautious with him. If you have someone else, like Robert Tonian, if you're able to pick him up, I would probably start Tonian over Kittle. But if you have questions about Kittle, comment them down below. I'll we'll get back to you. I like um, Kittle. I, I yes, he's a stud. But I I think he comes back strong. I think he's playing I the Cowboys. So yeah, I don't think the 49ers bring him back. They're not playing for really. I don't think they bring him back unless he's 100. Right. Uh, so I think he's just gonna. I think he's gonna be his old self. Um, you know, the Forty ers aren't terrible. You know, Mullins is there. Yeah, he's Mullins. Trying. Mullins is trying his best. I love the guy, but yeah, it's he... it's Nick Mullins. Um, the Forty ers I think, are just a couple plays away from being a really good team. Again. And injuries. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah, that two years in a row now. Right. Well, no, no, no. They made the Super Bowl last year, but the year before, I know. Yeah. Um, when they are full strength, they're a very good team. But this year, both. Uh, um, 
what Solomon Thomas, mm-hmm. Richard Sherman was out for a few weeks. Garoppolo, Kittle, they just Garoppolo, yeah. Moser was out. Um, it's just yeah, they got yep. not good for injuries with them. But um, for kickers, at this point, keep rolling with your kicker. There's no buys, so if you have your kicker starting, Blankenship, Koo, Tucker, just keep starting them. They're they're getting you points. Um, pretty self-explanatory. And for defenses, my three favorite starts this week are Ravens versus Jacksonville, Dolphins versus Patriots, and Rams. Uh, Rams taking on the Jets. The Jets, yes, very easy start. <laughs> yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember last night, but when I was doing notes, but yes, those are my three favorite this week. I know Ravens struggled last week against Cleveland, but they're playing the Jaguars, so get them in if you got them. Dolphins are taking on the Patriots. Dolphins managed to put up 10 points against the Chiefs, so clearly the defense is real. Get them in your lineup. And the Rams are taking on the Jets. Start a defense if you playing the Jets. Just do it. Yeah. Um, so that's all our fantasy plays. Um, I'll just go through my picks for Sunday one more time. Um, yeah. So I have the Bills, minus six, uh, at the Broncos. That's my lock. Um we both have Miami minus two. Uh, the line might be different, but we both have Miami minus two. If you have questions, comment below. Yeah, get back to you. Yeah, we have. Uh, so we have that, and then uh, your lock. I'm also picking it is uh, Kansas City minus three Kansas at City. the Saints. Um, I think that's a good play too. So I think those are all solid plays. Um, I think we'll be active. Uh, I'll be definitely looking at some props. I think there's, I think there's some more plays possibly this weekend. So check out our Twitter field underscore brief. We will have, we will be tweeting these plays out as well. Um, yeah, we'll you, get these plays out. Um, um, probably we'll probably put the Sunday plays out Sunday morning. And, right, and then the Saturday plays will be out Saturday morning. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, we potentially live bet games, so just stay tuned. Uh, put notifications on for Twitter if you haven't. Put notifications mm-hmm. on for YouTube um, once this video get releases. Yeah, um, we'll link uh, the podcast with our college football stuff and all our notes on that uh, in this description. We'll also link our Twitter in there for you guys, make it easy for you guys to find it. So yep. And check out our TikTok at Field Brief. Um, if you haven't, we, we're going to start getting more active on that, um, posting our plays. But this, the podcast and uh, YouTube is going to be the main source of our information. Yeah. Yep. If sure. you want to hear it first and you want to get the play in that day. Right. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the podcast will probably drop Wednesday, Thursday in that range. Yeah. And in the podcast, we're when you guys go and listen, I mean, you'll you'll see we're we're giving out actual information. We're not just saying, you know, we're betting this and blah, blah, blah. You know, oh, a yeah, lot of other just, guys are making yeah. a two hour podcast just talking about random stuff sitting around drinking beer we're actually sitting here and, and gonna give we're, you we're researching reasons. we're yeah. giving you a research we're giving you the stats and you know i think we have probably the best place that i've seen of anyone yeah. putting anything we've been on looking YouTube up youtube and, podcasts and just yeah that's why we created this we just think yeah i mean just... we'll let the numbers speak for themselves here hopefully and uh we'll get everything out and let you guys make your choices but yeah i think it I think our plays are definitely the strongest of anyone's, you know, so. So um, check us out on Twitter, TikTok. Um, podcast will be the main source in our YouTube. So please subscribe, like, just get it out there. Tell it to your friends. Um, just help us grow this channel. Yeah. Uh, All right. Thank you. Thanks for watching.